Hi, I'm Phil Barantini and this is the Going Road Club Season 2. We are back. And to kick us off, we did a very special episode, two episodes actually, a roundtable on Boiling Point and the sort of origin story of where it came from in, in episode one. So talking about the short film and the feature film. In episode two, we talk about the TV series. We were so lucky to get the guests that we got. Munya Ackle, who was the second block director of uh, the TV series. We got actors Gary Lamont, Izuka Hoyle, Stephen Odebola. We got Hannah Traylon, Daniel Larkai, and my co-writer James Cummings all to come along to Jones and Sons where we filmed the feature film. It was incredibly special for me and all the guys. So yeah, let's just get into it. Season two, let's go. So we're going to go around, introduce yourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm going to introduce myself. I'm Phil Barantini. I am the writer, co-writer, director of uh, the film and the creator <laughs> right <there. laughs> and co-director of the show, Boiling Point, on this special occasion. <laughs> uh, I'm Andy Jones, uh, the owner of um, Jones & Sons. Oh, that's it. Oh, and I'm, and I'm one of Phil's best mates for the past 20 years. Yeah. 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 More importantly. And I should say that Phil actually named the restaurant Jones & Sons over 10 years ago in a phone conversation when I was opening my first restaurant. Class. I said, I don't know what to call it. I think it's going to be the Arcola Street Kitchen. I just had my first son. And he was like, no, mate, you know, just call it someone like, you know, you and your kid, like Jones and Sons or something. I was like, bang, that's it, that Jones is. and Sons. And that was it, done. Yes. Sorry for that. It's brilliant. Uh, I'm Munya Akul, and I'm the director of the episode three and four of the show, Boiling Point. I'm Azuka Hoyle, and I play Camille. My name is Gary Lamont, and I play Dean. My name is Hannah Traylon, and I play Hoyle. My name is Stephen Odebola, and I play Johnny. My name is Daniel Larka, I play Jake. I'm James Cummings. I was the writer, co-writer of the feature film and co-creator of the series and write, lead writer on the series. I, I, thank you all for being here. This, is, this is lovely. <laughs> um, I know some of you haven't been back in this space since the film, right? You said you said you haven't been I, back. No, I've definitely not been back in the space since the film. It feels smaller. It feels you much you've smaller. Just gone, you've just got I've gotten taller. bigger and taller and my ego's through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a showbiz monster. Um, and also as well, daylight, is not, it's nice to see it in daytime. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always sort of curtained off, wasn't yeah. it? And we also Christmas had like thing. loads of yeah. Christmas decorations yeah. in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there was a lot of things that we blocked off. And Yeah. So slight yeah. PTSD, but mainly lovely. Yeah. Mainly mm-hmm. lovely. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we were here in 2020, March 2020. We, we did the feature here. James and I basically came to the restaurant for like two weeks before. Like me, me you and Matt, the, yeah. the cinematographer, came here like two weeks before and we just walked through the space and we basically just mapped it all out, mapped all the camera stuff out. And Andy was kind enough to let us have the place. We were playing all the different characters put a bit ourselves. Of, put a bit of money. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, it wasn't a bad chunk before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it's just mad being back here. And you, you've said before, like since the film, we, none of us, by the way, expected the film to do as well as no, this No, God no. Like it was, we came in. <laughs> God no. Oh, no, not that <laughs> level. Not that it was bad. Oh, God, 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 God no. How can you quantify what that, what that did? Yeah. You can never no, ever have that thought. No. You can't. I think that's why it did do well. Yeah. Because I think... If you go out with the intention that this is for us and this is what, you know, mm-hmm. then that passion comes through on screen. Who was here for the um, the cast and the crew screening that was done at the, the Rio, around the corner? Oh, yeah. You weren't even in it. At that time, at that time, I don't think it had been picked up. Yeah. I don't, no, there was no, no hype, there was nothing. And I just remember quite a lot of people being here, just, but, but, you know, no audience, it was just people that were attached to the film and people going, it's a really nice film, Stephen's great in it, you know, everybody just, mm-hmm. it's seamless. And then about a month after that, I think Phil called me and was like, it's been picked up. Yeah. I was like, sick, let's see where this goes. Yeah. And then we've had people 
lying down in the hallway Stop having it. oh no we, <laughs> we, oh no we oh have people God. calling this is your fault as well by the way we have people calling <laughs> going allergy. I don't want to be on the nut allergy table I have people lying down on the floor in the hallway and outside the toilet is there any drug deals out back <laughs> <laughs> absolutely but you haven't been back have you so probably not no. <laughs> but then we've had people like call me going been in that office a few times and I go oh, you know, <laughs> it's crazy the reaction yeah. to the film being the owner was mental and we weren't kind of ready for it at the time because of January we were kind of fairly low staff it came out the premiere was around the corner and then the week after that it just went bang and we were full Mad. Like Wednesday nights full, Thursday nights full. That's amazing. Just people like taking pictures in the kitchen <clears throat> and all the staff being like, bemused. Nuts, bemused. Because we're slammed on the weekends, never mm. than that hit. And people mm. complaining, getting one star reviews saying, um, it's not like it was in the film. Oh, for <laughs> they weren't wearing the uniform. And I'm like, you know, A, it's not the West End. It's a, B, it's a film. Wow. C, it's like a neighborhood restaurant. You know, yeah. 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 Wow. But ultimately, all positive or, or no? Yeah, well, yeah, the, the restaurant stuff really positive, but being the name that was used in the film, yeah. you do, you know, you get to the school playground and people were like, "Stay away from the crazy chef." <laughs> 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 oh, chef. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't based on me. It's yeah. <laughs> well, at one point we were, we were, we were like when we first went into it, we were going to change the name of the whole place yeah. and stuff like that because we didn't have loads of money to make the film. I just said to him. Could we just keep the name and mm. keep the sign outside and keep the keep the um, the menus and just have the, the same font and logo? And he was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> it's not going to go anywhere anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one's ever going to see this. BBC, something like that. <laughs> 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 That's how, much, how, how much did you have for the film again? How much was it? How much? Did I you don't. I honestly don't, don't know in the end the total, but it wasn't a lot. It was like it was tiny, tiny, yeah. tiny, tiny, tiny yeah. budget. But, but the thing is that we didn't need a big budget because one shot, one shot <laughs> yeah. you know, we did two days. Like we were meant to do four days as the guys who were involved know. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got shut down because of COVID, which was nuts. Like, because this is a big space yeah. and we filled it with cast, crew, supporting artists, mm. like packed. Yeah, and every, day, every night when we come in to shoot, even yeah. rehearsals, we're all hugging each other yeah, and it yeah. was all lovely. And, yeah. you know, COVID was there. But it was like, I remember being, I was just in the, in the toilet uh, and I, was, I remember being in there going, washing my hands every 10 yeah. minutes. That was the only sign-up. That was the only sign-up, wash your hands. <laughs> yeah. And we literally ran out of hand wash. No, masks were man. No. Weren't they not? Yeah. And like... Yeah, it was weird because when we finished as well, it was like when we finished on that second day, yeah. we walked out, we were all at the pub, it almost felt like a different world. Yeah. we'd been in here yeah. plowing on. And then we all walked out and that's when I think it all hit, being like, yeah. oh, right, okay, well, cool, because Well, because also nobody none of the actors knew that we were going to be shutting down that no. day. Yeah. Like, we were meant to do another two nights. Yeah. Yeah. And then suddenly it was like, guys, that, that's it, we're done. Yeah, we have, we have it was like before the fourth take, and yeah. it was like, this is yeah. going to be the last one. This is the last one, guys. But so. the role, when we got it, yeah. it yeah, 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 didn't it? Like, yeah. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget that, ever. No. Tell us about this moment. Because you've been in the kitchen. We were yeah. here. We were all sort of lined up behind the bar because eventually it went backstage. Yeah, right. Back through. in the kitchen. I so we would all just stand, like, silent. And I've got some videos because you were, you knew it was getting to the end when it was all punching off. Yeah. And then you were you, just that sort of si it was the silence of it, the stillness, because obviously the focus had to be like 100% at all times. But when you knew it was coming to an end, you just got this sort of shaky, shaky, shaky. And then obviously the cold cut and it just, it only yeah. erupted, didn't it? Yeah. 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 It was and Phil came running through. Like, yeah. like he started to laugh. He was like, oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay, Jay Johnson, I just saw Jay Johnson in front of me and I just ran and hoping that he'd pick me up and he just picked me up. <laughs> it was just, because honestly, like for you guys, obviously nerve wracking because you don't want to fuck it up. Yeah. But for me and James, both of us sat watching cool. the monitor, not being able to do anything yeah. because didn't want to, Disrupt, yeah. distract what was going on. And so every beat that we hit, mm -hmm. me and you'd be like, yes. <laughs> oh no, if something fucked up a little bit, we'd be like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Or well, you'd okay, like to okay. clench your fist. I'd be like, oh. it's, okay. it's okay, it's okay. We're going through the list. Yeah, and then you'd write, yeah, you'd write yeah, yeah. in the script what, yeah. what But when we did take three, when we did that, that third one, it was like, 
it didn't feel like there were more fists than like yeses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. that was why like the energy was so high on the fourth one because that was like flawless. We had like yeah. eight mistakes, if you want to call them that, yeah. versus like a yeah. hundred with the third one. But the energy was so different. Between yeah. I think what it was, because certainly speaking for myself, because of the third take was the performances were flawless. You know what I mean? That's the, yeah. that's the take that we used. But because of the, the technical stuff that was mm. slightly not wrong, but like it wasn't perfect. Yeah. The fourth take, we were watching the technical side of it and sort of the performances were amazing. Yeah. But then when, when I ran out and I was like, that's the one, the fourth yeah. take, that's the one we got it. Because of the technical thing it was like, we've nailed every, every beat. Stephen and everyone was like, Do I remember that conversation. No, that one was yeah. terrible. And that the was kitchen love was take three, but certainly front of house, yeah. we were all like, I just remember yeah. after the third one going, relax, relax and enjoy it because we knew it was the last one. Yeah. So of course, by the time we finished fourth, I was like, I was great in that. <laughs> it went for yeah. three. Months. I remember that because a lot of the a lot of like the staff out here yeah. were like wanted four, but yeah. then the yeah. kitchen we were all like, it's got to be three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and we're all like, like trying like yeah. whispers across each other yeah. like three, three, three. I think the tension, <laughs> the tension in the kitchen on three in the but in it just it was yeah. crazy. I mean, the last bit. Yeah. We never. Oh, you really felt that, but I never felt that. I just was sat in the car. Yeah. So were you sat in the car the whole? Time. The whole time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. that because of the series yeah. now, I think, of yeah. her like, in the kitchen. And you had yeah. to have a cushion because you were so short. Two. Two cushions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, can we get another cushion? Whose car was it? Whose car was it? Was it? Matt's, it was Matt's, Matt's car. car. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but I was just sat out there for 45 minutes and someone would knock a minute no. before the camera would come out. So I'd get oh. ready and, go, and be down. The next time I looked up, the camera and everything's there. Well, I feel like, that's the same wow. for the for the, 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 the girls who played yeah. the paramedics outside. It was like, they were just sat around the corner in an ambulance. Yeah. yeah. Just waiting for that last moment. So even yeah. talking about it now, I'm nervous. I know, it's that so funny. Wait, so did everyone get accused before they had to come before? Well, so people would be dressed as... We had the ADs dressed yeah. as waiters. And they would sort of yeah. be like a sort of five, four. Yeah. And you would wait, you know, like Matt, would you see that Matt would come out and turn, so you'd have to wait, wait, wait. Hi, hi, you done with your date? Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? It was yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm scared, thank the waiter. Outside, like, I remember the... I think it was an AD, whoever it was dressed up in the thingy. Yeah. They would obviously run through what's going on, because I can't see what's going on in there, because we're, me, I think it was me and Anya, we're just waiting outside, and just like, yeah, just chilling, like, trying to keep warm. They'll be like running through what's going on, and obviously you're sort of like following what's happening, because you don't know what's happening. Yeah. But then, yeah, that, that feeling you get when uh, <laughs> when you know you're about to go on, it's like, that's yeah. happening now. That's what like, I feel, really. Yeah. Totally Completely. I was just about to say, it, it, it did feel like, you know, live action theatre, mm. and then yeah. just, just that explosion. And I remember, at the start, do you remember when we played the um, Eminem song? Yeah, yeah. yeah. at the start. Yeah, yeah, I'd say yeah. 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 uh, one take or whatever. One shot. One shot. One shot. Yeah, lose yourself. Lose yourself. Lose yourself. Lose it, guys. The place was absolutely bouncing. And then I think Phil said that first take was like super flat after that, wasn't it? Everyone was just hyper. Well, I think we did that on the first take, didn't we? The thing. And then it was like. We lost all our energy. Yeah. Stephen came up to me. Stephen came up to me and said, just before we go on the first take, as loud as the system here will go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want you to play that. And I was waiting for him, and he gave me the nod, and I hit it, and he was like, throwing it up, and I was like, Crum. There's a video of people, people yeah, filming. Yeah, 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 there's a video yeah, saw, yeah. yeah, it was mad, absolutely <clears throat> mad. Just the energy in the room was, was like, for, for those two mm -hmm. days. I mean, the rehearsals before were different, but yeah. it was just like, like, it is like doing a play. I've never yeah. done a play. But like yeah. I imagine yeah. that's what it, it would be like. Theatrical and almost choreographed as well. There was and I'm definitely yeah. not a dancer. Don't be don't be shocked. But that <laughs> kind of like <laughs> the, 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 that waiting for the right moment to get in there and get out again. Yeah, it was sort of choreographed. As well, Vinette well. Vinette had a little book, didn't she, with oh, all the like yeah. the beats yeah. in it? Yeah. Actually, I would love for you to share with us because a lot of people are very confused when they know that there's no script. Mm. So yeah. Can you tell us about that? James. Yeah. Well, we started off by like, Phil and I just sat down with each other and we were like talking about, okay, what bad things happen in the kitchen? What things are like gonna throw spanners in the work? So we just kind of had a list of all of those things and started off with the Andy Jones character uh, and sort of saying like, well, who, who's he? And we were obviously basing it off of the short film, which was done in a very similar way. And um, once we kind of decided on that storyline, we were able to kind of bring the other characters in and say, okay, well, this thing with this plate drops or whatever, that comes in with this character here. And, and that was kind of how we pieced it together, just kind of layer by layer. 
And then the way we wrote the script was, and we're, we're doing the feature film, you'll have seen the, uh, we did kind of like bullet pointed paragraphs instead of dialogue, mm. which sort of said, they're gonna say this uh, with this tone, this is how you transition between conversation topics, um, some example dialogue in there. And so it was very comprehensive, but yeah. the actual dialogue itself, we wanted to come naturally from everyone because people bring their own like humor style, they bring their own like all those sorts of things like way of speaking and turn of phrases. And we wanted that to be really genuine with all the different characters. So yeah. that was like where the improvisation really came in. Um, the story had to be quite controlled because as you say, it's like choreography. Yeah. So when we did the um, rehearsals, I was kind of, I was shadowing behind Phil mm. as they, as, as you were all kind of working on the, what was being said and how to play out the scenes as, you know, changing the scenes as well. And I was rewriting the script to kind of conform to that and pick out pieces of dialogue that you guys were coming up with, which really felt great. And those could be used then as cues. So me, Patricia, um, and Jody, Jody, our script supervisor, yeah, yeah. put together a couple of condensed scripts mm -hmm. that we handed out. Uh, I don't know how useful they were, but they would have those cue bits. So um, like when uh, Anya comes around the table with uh, Jason Fleming and Lords, um, Elvis has left the building was the quote, which Anya knew, okay, that's my cue, I'm gonna come in yeah, now. Yeah. And that felt very natural, but the, but the actual content of that interaction that that's where the improvisation was and, I, and, so. and it was it was important like when we rehearsed it we'd get the loose dialogue in there for you guys mm. to so you knew going into the scene what was happening but it was important for everyone to be listening to each other yeah. and i think i didn't want every take to be the same because i think once you know once an actor gets a script and they they feel like they have to conform to that dialogue mm -hmm. it becomes quite restricting and that wasn't what we were making it, it has it had to be very loose and open and so anything that happened in the moment you guys would yeah, react to, to and it was crazy. it was nerve-wracking to, to sit and watch you yeah. know you'd let it yeah. we'd rehearse 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 i mean we didn't rehearse loads let's be honest no we didn't a couple of days yeah. two, two weeks but like we had one week where it was with all of the front of house mm -hmm. moments mm -hmm. so for example yeah, you'd get like an afternoon wouldn't you yeah and we'd focus on an afternoon you know, the, the, the girls on the, the sort yeah, of, on that training, big table over there. Til, he did some till til training. training. Was there. Yeah. There's a picture of you doing till 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 training. It's so funny though, because like, I, I you know, you, you think you cast, you think a lot of actors would have worked in hospitality, but yeah. I seem to have cast all the actors that <laughs> never worked in a fucking restaurant. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so. But, but in terms of like, like going on to like till training and all that stuff, Obviously, we did, like I say, we didn't cast um, people who'd worked in the industry that much. But um, there's a moment in the film where um, Lauren Ajufo's character has to take a bottle of wine over to a table. And the idea was for her to open the wine at the table and do it properly, you know, all that kind of stuff. Every time we tried, it was a nightmare. And we didn't want, I didn't want it to be a screw top because it's supposed to be quite a nice restaurant. Andy, Andy get me the screw top. I was like, <laughs> and, yeah, but, but in the end, it was like the, the bottle of wine got opened. And we've had a bit of flack come back from that because mm. people who Yeah, somebody working came up to me at a festival. They were like, are you sure? Oh, yeah, it was in Zurich. It wasn't quite right, was it? And I was like, well, I'm Yeah, yeah. Full go the racism of that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wine wasn't yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but basically, she in the rehearsal, she tried to open the bottle. Bless her. And you know, the film would have been about four hours long if we'd have just carried on. <laughs> yeah, just our time. What? <laughs> I thought we were having a lunch broadcast. Where's the budget? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. He helped you during COVID. <laughs> Oh, she's on one today. <laughs> I'd say we've had a little bit over the years. Yeah, 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 we are. But in terms of like the training and stuff like that, obviously, you know, a bit of front of house training, but the chef yeah. training, we had Tom Brown, yeah. who was helping you guys. Yeah, you yeah. went to his restaurant. Did you go down there as well? Um, I no, I actually, I'm friends with one of the people that works, used to work with him. Right, yeah, but yeah, I, like, yeah. I saw the outside of it, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tom, because you, you went down there. And uh, he helped me for the series as well. Mm -hmm. Did he, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom was great. So Tom was our um, chef consultant on the oh, film. Yeah. and yeah. He was here doing all the food side of things. Because obviously my background is I, I, I worked as a chef for years, but yeah. I didn't want to have to do that side of it as well. I wanted yeah. to focus on the performances. And Plus as well, his restaurant is in East London. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Like, yeah. It's, it's yeah. now, so it's a, it's, you couldn't get a more current, like... Yeah, he said to me, he said, what do, you, what do you want to get out? What do you want me to train them. I said, well, listen, you're not going to train them yeah. how to be chefs in a couple of days. No. Mm -hmm. Impossible. It was, it was priceless though, because the real stuff that, because like you said, you can't, you can't learn how to like do the sort of 
cooking that we're pretending to do in yeah. the show. A lot of it anyway. Garnish and fine, but other sections, it's, it's too, it's not enough time. Mm-hmm. But what you do learn when you observe a, a kitchen like that is what they're doing with their tea towels, how they're interacting with each other. Yeah. When you go to an open kitchen, it's like the, the bravado mm-hmm. between them, what's said, what's not, the picking order of it all, yeah. the mannerisms of them. You actually get to watch how they are as chefs as opposed to what they're, because this bit you can fake. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This yeah, bit yeah, you can, yeah, but that yeah. bit, you need a little bit of time to really like, that's the bit that I think gets people in and like, oh, I believe this. Yeah. It's those, it's, it's, it's find a couple of things perfect. <coughs> is what yeah. I noticed they did. I mean, it's very funny seeing some shaky hands. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I always was like, thank God I'm front of house. Thank God. They would be like shaking, chopping. <laughs> but, yeah. but they really all to, adopted a thing to me. had the only chopping yeah. moment, really. Oh, the Julianne in me. I was thinking about apple. that yesterday when I was making my dinner. I was like, fucking naughty. Can I ask a question about, you made a good point about the open kitchen and then I've thought about that because chefs do act completely different in an open, in an open kitchen, kitchen yeah. to a closed kitchen. Now yeah. what was the difference between the short, mm. which I remember watching and just falling off my chair. Do you remember when you did the screening and yeah, thinking yeah. it was amazing? Yeah. yeah. Like chef, the, the way the chefs had to change between an open kitchen and a closed kitchen is crazy. Yeah. How did you do? Well, we, start, well, we started off like, we, we knew the feature was going to be in an open kitchen because at first, we were going to shoot at Ellis's restaurant, which was going to be open. In Liverpool, yeah. In Liverpool, uh, Liverpool in Liverpool. Yeah. And that was going to be open. And then that wasn't going to be ready. And, and then we, we came here. And so it was always going to be an open kitchen. And we liked the idea that the chefs would be constrained because in the short film, they fly off the handle at each other and they're like shouting. And um, and it's like a real barrier between the two zones. Well, it is theatre when yeah. in an open kitchen because you have to be yeah. on, it's on show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so when Vinette does her um, thing with Alice, yeah. where, where, you know, budget Kardashian and all that, yeah. that has to be really constrained. We felt well, that would be really interesting for the audience because mm. that's like completely, it would be a lot easier just to just to shout. So mm. I, I think people felt that. And I also didn't want to give the actors a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, always, no, you always have to do something in the back. Yeah, we're a very good segue to the TV show as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not yet, Moon yet. God. <laughs> she's oh, yeah. and she's determined, she's dying to talk <laughs> about the TV show. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but no what what an amazing experience and like just you know obviously we were gonna do it up in Liverpool because I wanted to be up there and mm-hmm. uh, I wanted Ellis to be a part of it, but Ellis was opening up this new restaurant, it wasn't ready and stuff like that. And then when we said let's do it in London, first yeah. person I thought was and I and I've worked in this kitchen, I've worked in this restaurant. Yeah. You know, I've I've worked here helping out when the head chef's off sick or whatever or yeah. when in, I needed when I needed money. Like yeah. in every the, restaurant that I've had. Every restaurant he's had I've always gone yeah. like if I've ever needed to be, you know, money or whatever, I've always gone, just can I come and work? And he'd always so I, so I knew this restaurant like the back of my hand since he opened it, you know what I mean? So when we were going through it, I think I remember being like and we could go out the back and then you can go, you know, and I, I think I remember saying to you, Can we get out the back from there? Yeah. And and once we knew we could, it was like perfect that walk through. That walk through, and, yeah, yeah. you know, when was you go any, outside, it was yeah. like it's just a perfect like courtyard area. That's where everyone thinks there's a cut as well. Yeah, just everyone thinks there's a cut. No cut. But everyone was asked, say, when they said like, "Go on, where's the cuts? Where's the cuts?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you ever think it couldn't work? Like when we were setting it up, did you ever think we're not going to be able to do this? Do you know what? I didn't. I I always thought I always knew we would be able to do it because I think I think when we because we'd done the short. And that was 20 minutes long. And actually, Dan was the only person. Yeah. You're, you were in the short. Yeah, the only sure, one that was yeah, here, yeah. In, here that was in the short. Yes. Well, I mean, here today, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But basically, it was like, we'd done the short and I knew, you know, first person I asked if it was possible was Matt. Yeah. Because I knew he'd have to carry the camera for however long yeah. the, the film was going to be. And... Um, soon as he was excited about it. And it was a case of trying to find the right camera because when you're going for that long, memory cards don't last that long. Mm-hmm. But the Sony Venice that we used, this is not an advert, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they want it to but be. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, you're, if you're interested, <laughs> Sony. I'm, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm um, basically, the Sony Venice was the only camera that, at the time, and I think still is, that you can live swap SD cards. Oh. So there's like three or four slots and you can swap them out live. So we, once we knew that, and also you could live swap batteries. So where we're sat now yeah. basically is where Alistair Sky, Jason Fleming's table yeah. was, right? Yeah, true, yeah. When we come around to this side, and Matt comes around onto Stephen uh-huh. um, sitting down, sitting down, down yeah. 
the Matt's camera team just were all dressed as waiters. Jesus. They come in with a with an apple box for Matt to sit on, so cool. and he basically sit down for like however long, 30 seconds, yeah. how long the scene, the moment was. Hot and time. his team were, were swapping out the cards. <laughs> and then when we'd go back that way, his team would go through that door there. Mm -hmm. And we had a fake wall up yeah. where we were all yeah. sat behind yeah, with yeah, the monitors. Like it needs to be a movie on the behind the scenes. The We've got, we, we have got yeah, like got, loads yeah. of footage of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the film is called Boiling Point. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? That's crazy. Yeah, no, we have we have got something somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Can you tell us like because you you obviously did a few takes before having full takes. Can you tell yeah. us about those first takes that you stopped earlier? Like why did you stop them? We didn't. On the first day, we did it twice, and. By the end of the first day, you know, we were like, okay, a few things to iron out for tomorrow. And then I gave loads of notes. Me and James went back to the apartment we were staying in, me, you, Matt, and mm. a, a bunch of us went back, watched those takes. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, we need to move the camera there this time and it needs to be there. And then, the, you know, I'll speak to you or I'll speak to you and mm -hmm. talk about whatever. Yeah. Then we found out while we were there that tomorrow is going to be the last day. Yeah. So it was like, we can't use those takes because they're not, they're not right. They weren't right. You know, they were rehearsals in my yeah. mind because yeah, yeah. we thought we've got another another six shots of this when actually we only had another two shots of it, at it. And and so coming in on the second day was not only are we it's a one take film. You know we didn't have much money. Everyone's in the same room. Covid is now this cloud over mm -hmm. us, but we now are like we've got to fucking get this film in yeah. two goes, and that's the maximum we can do. Um, it was so scary because we did like. Yeah. After that third take, because we weren't like so happy with that, as I say, like yeah. and we had a list of technical things, but also some plot stuff that was maybe missing and stuff. And everyone had just about enough memory in their headspace for like one note, especially Vanessa, yeah. who has like the hardest yeah. job of the yeah. whole kitchen. Yeah, she, she doesn't have like the contextual cues that Stephen has when he goes like back, back into the back kitchen. It's like, oh, uh, oh yeah, I'm back here and with these characters. Yeah, yeah. So Vanessa has hardest, so we can only condense it down to one note per person. And between the takes, Phil was like, you got 20 minutes before we have to deliver these notes and then we're filming. Yeah. So I was like <clears throat> panicking, like, swearing with Jody, like trying to condense down on like 100 and something notes into like 20. Yeah. And it was so, it was really hard because we didn't think at that point we'd gotten it yet and we only had one take left. Yeah. So yeah. that was so stressful. And also like, you know, bear in mind, it's like we didn't have trailers or... No. A space where everyone could go <laughs> to like get out, get out and, and go. There was a space down the road, yeah, but yeah, yeah. in between takes, we didn't do that. We, no. So was yours, it was a case. <laughs> yeah, that was his place as well. Yeah. <laughs> For an extra few quid. And so, so it was like, once we cut on the first take, mm -hmm. on the take, I'm like running around with him going, right, notes. Okay, where's, where's, where's Azuka? Where, yeah. Okay, and then give you a note, come over, give you a note. So, it got to a point when I just couldn't find people and it was, I was stressing out. So we went in that back room and got everyone in that room, stood there and I basically stood on the table like a dictator. <laughs> and I was like, right, you, yeah. um, on the next one, yeah. do, do this. And you on the next yeah. one. And I, I can't, it was quite a harsh way of doing it, in, oh. in, it if you look back. But also but as well, everybody, the whole project, stopping was never an option. <clears throat> no. So it, was, it just wasn't. So I think everybody brought that to the table and was like, if there's something happens, fix it, get out of it, and move on. You could. There was nobody would would have stopped and gone. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, cut. We cut for me. It yeah. was just so that everybody felt that that top to toe. But tell us about a mistake you made. And no, I never made mistakes. People made mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> there were certain moments when I was like, <laughs> but don't you think like everybody had wonderful moments? Like I always remember you had wonderful moments with the girls yeah. on table seven, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, which yeah. is which is this table. Oh yeah, my table! Oh. I think that 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 nervousness and that kind of don't let it be me that fucks us up. Yeah, it gave everybody that kind of impetus to have these beautiful like moments. Yeah. Yeah. It's the also as well when something did in your brain, you're going. There's I won't name names, but I was stitched up a few times in that take, oh, and yeah. I was like, we didn't rehearse that, but it was it was loose enough to. You can go panic, 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 fix it. And of course, yeah. when we finished and we were doing take three, I was like, I really fucked up. I was sort of throwing something that I was like, uh, 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 uh. it's two seconds worth in the film. Yeah. But in my brain, it felt like 20. But also, yeah, but, track. Yeah. Yeah. but also people fuck up in life, right? Of course they do. Yeah. So, so that was, that was the, 
No, it's part of you. Yeah, but but like it was important to like I think you know if, unless someone really fell over and hurt themselves. Yeah. But even then, you sort of go, "Shit, I fail," you know. I feel like everyone yeah. kind of, you just naturally, that was yeah. something that was so beautiful. Like even when we're in your other place, it's like everyone was just, we're just vibing. It's just nice. Like everyone had each other's back. Like yeah. that's you trusted it. That's everyone. Like, exactly. There wasn't anyone yeah. that yeah. really trust. You like, knew that if, if not yourself, somebody else was going to be able to quickly pick it up and yeah. put you back on. And that is the freedom, the freedom we're afforded throughout this whole project, the film and the, and to the TV show. That's the word that encapsulates it for me is freedom. Yeah. Freedom mm-hmm. for, to sort of play, to express, to yeah. emote, to try. It was so and, and we we all became a, a big family. Like, look, you know, we've all worked on shows and films where you're like, oh, amazing, love you all, let's stay yeah. in touch. But, but, <laughs> but you never do. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're right. We are but but with this, it's like, it is like a proper family because yeah. yeah. we've been to war and, yeah. and back, you know. But I, mean? like, I don't think it's just because of that because many people may see this film as the cool oneer that happens in the kitchen. <laughs> but what's really touching about this film is that it comes from a very personal place. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that it explores, you know, it's like a microcosm of society. It explores so many topics. And I think that people um, are interested in the technicalities, but also in where it came, like where's your heart in it, yours, and mm-hmm. how it came about to be like a portrait of society. I wanted to direct for years and then not really had the confidence to do it. But I did make, I made my first short film with Robbie O'Neill, who's in the feature as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, sorry, mate, yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> My best mate, Robbie O'Neill. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah, no. Pro- like, proper film. It's, we're not talking about... Yeah, we don't want to know No, 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 is it? Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we used to, we lived, when we lived together, we, just, we ran around Hackney with a video camera, oh, yeah. filming stuff and editing it together. Yeah, we did. And then we did a weird thing up in Burnley. What, yeah. What did you do? Anyway, yeah. I, think like, <laughs> I think that's known as a sex tip. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> We do not want to watch it. We do want to see that. <laughs> anyway, um, so I made this short film, and then I got the bug, and I loved, I fell in love with, with directing, and, and then which short film? Uh, Seconds out, it's called. It's uh, like about a uh, young boxer, and so I'd had the idea for, for for years actually about making something set in this in the hospitality world, in, as you know, based on a chef or whatever, loosely based on my life and my experiences and what I what I'd gone through as a chef, and so I, I called James, and I was like, I remember being in Lithuania. And I was in the hotel, I was filming something, I was acting in something. And I'd written basically this short in my notes. And I sent you it, I think, and I was like, can we, can we turn this into a, a short? And you know, can, we, can you help me to write it? And, and then James wrote it amazingly. And we, we went back and forth and we just you know, talked about little anecdotes. And we, I knew we'd have maximum 20 minutes for the short. And it was about a chef who's struggling with addiction. And, and you know, he's at the sort of last moments of his life, really, last 20 minutes of his life. And I wanted it to be like a slice of life and lo- loosely based it on, on me. Obviously, I, I didn't collapse, mm-hmm. but I did witness people. I've seen, I've seen a lot of things in that world and it's horrific, you know. And it's getting better now. There's a lot of more help out there, which we can talk about and stuff. But yeah, so then, so then it was like, we made the short. And the reason why I wanted to make the short, and I got Stephen involved because Stephen's an old mate of mine. By the way, I did ask Stephen to be in the first short film and he said no, because he, he was like, look, let's see if you're any good and then maybe we can have a chat if you want to do any more, which I totally respect that, but... Wanker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm only messing, I love you, Steve. Stephen Graham, this is for you. Yeah. But um, when I pitched him the idea for the short at Boiling Point, he was like, I fucking love it, you know, let's... If you can shoot it in December, this is 2018, then I'll do it. So we scrambled to get the script ready and... We, we managed to, you know, get everyone on board for, you know, nearly no money. Most people did it for free. And then the idea was to sort of get an agent, try and get an agent as a director, because I knew I'd have to get an agent if I wanted to, you know, work in TV and certainly work in film as well. And so that was the plan. And, and I got the agent off the back of the short. And then the short was quite popular. It did well in festivals and stuff like that. And then we sort of had the idea to turn it into a feature, but it was like, yeah, whatever. And I said to Steve, like, I was like, we're thinking about maybe turning this into a feature. Would you be interested in being in it? He's like, why would you want to do that? You've done it now. You've got your agent. What do you want to do that for? I was like, I don't know. I just feel like there's something maybe there. So we got commissioned to write the script. And then we wrote it and, and Stephen came on board and it was it all happened very quick. I think nine months from when we were first 
commission to was it nine filming. months? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And how good is he in it, by the way, as well? It's oh, amazing. amazing. That's the thing as well. Like, I remember the first day when he came on set because he came a bit later than yeah, everyone does, else. Yeah. I think we'd had a week of rehearsals. Yeah. Then he came in for the last week. So we only had, he had five days rehearsal. Most of the kitchen staff actors had five days yeah. rehearsal. Yeah. I remember when he came on set and he was just like, he's got this presence, hasn't he? Do you know what I mean? When you yeah. first meet him. And, but, but he made everyone feel so at ease and so comfortable. And yeah, he said that speech, didn't he? Yeah, he and he gave a speech, the, the Bowie speech, speech yeah. yeah, yeah and and like, good. I think he, he's one of these actors that are like, he's not got a pretentious bone in his body. No. He's, he cares about everyone on set. Everyone is equal. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, he didn't want numbers on the call sheet. Mm -hmm. yeah. For the people who don't know about what numbers are on the call sheet, like, it's almost like a status a thing. Of like, who, yeah. who's number one on the call sheet is like yeah. the lead. He should have been, he would have been number one on the call sheet, but he was like, no. Don't put any numbers on the call sheet because we're all, it's an ensemble. Yeah. We're all here to make this movie and everyone's integral to it. And, you know, having him with that mentality just made everybody else step up to yeah. the, step up and the game. And he also told you know? us as well, he was, he was sort of trepidatious about it as well. He wasn't like, I'm amazing and I'm going to nail it. He was no. like, we're all in it together. Yeah. He was shitting himself. Let's move forward as one. Yeah, yeah. 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 But he was all in it. Yeah, yeah, completely. Human yeah, he and wasn't honest. And I guess then it works. Yeah, said so the presidents yeah. for like all of us because then it's like because it's like we, we just look at each other like yeah we got each other we got yeah. each other yeah. 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 He, yeah. he sets so the like, bar so high he's kind of yeah, like yeah. you almost feel a bit like medieval when he's there and it's like you're a tribe and a clan yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, yeah, taking yeah. you to war it's like yeah. Yeah. I might die but I'm following you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and wherever you go yeah. I'm going like he's just so it's just like almost like primal in you it's just like he's he's the leader but it's not in a dictatorship way no, no. He sets the bar and invites you to come up with it. And also, if you, if you, you know, <laughs> if, if there's ever a moment where you're feeling down or you're like, I'm not sure I can do this, he's there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even for me, you know, as, yeah. a, as a director, it's like there's moments where you're like, fuck, this, this is going to work. And he's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, vice too. versa, you know, that, that was, that had to be the attitude on set. Yeah. You know, no egos. Yeah. Zero. And just, it's fun, right? It's yeah. like, we have to have fun because otherwise, why the fuck are we doing it? No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean just with the, the, the five days rehearsals that you guys had in the kitchen as well, like, I wasn't called because I wasn't part of the kitchen. Yeah. But like, I was in every day, sat at that table just watching because it was that yeah. sort of experience with those, you know, the level of actors that's you probably shouldn't have been because of COVID actually but yeah <laughs> yeah but we didn't know we didn't know but, um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but yeah just I, I was just soaking it up because yeah. Yeah. it was just an amazing experience watching people work and Stephen you sort of just like wind him up and let him go and it's yeah. just yeah, yeah 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 like but a front row seat to a masterclass of yeah. 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 yeah and he's a lovely person yeah. and the thing is for me as a director with Stephen and I'd worked with him obviously on the short film Andy's a lovely person. Oh, I thought you said Andy's a lovely person. Andy's and I don't know who he is. Oh, Andy's a lovely person. Oh, Andy's a lovely person. 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 Andy's a they have like the success stories of the festival. So every day I saw the picture of oh, Boiling Point wow. and I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Steven. I remember poster. being in that. That is literally probably the biggest room theater I've ever been in in my life. That was, I don't know how many thousands of people in this. It's a theater, but. A lot, uh, more mm. than a thousand. Oh yeah, but like, I remember being like, cause you get called on stage. It was the premiere, the world premiere <laughs> and it was a, this amazing Carlo Vivari festival. And being called on stage and you're like, I did not expect to, that many people to show up for the for yeah. the film do you know what i mean it's like where are you it was here? full it was like but how have you heard about the film like yeah. what i don't understand that, that was a big comprehend. point wasn't yeah. it yeah, yeah massively was, yeah i remember that being the thing that all of a sudden i mean we didn't were... win but um <laughs> <laughs> but you're on the success yeah, story uh, yeah thing there. Oh, now we're on the success story now yeah. <laughs> it's like my my artwork at school my gcs artwork i got i think i got a d but then it was like Every year, people go, so this is what last year did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we live in an industry that no. is very violent because, you know, you can have all the potential in the world before you get this accolade. People won't take you seriously. Yeah. 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 And so many great people miss their chance because of the stupidity. Oh, it's not about accolades. It's, it's about the people who are watching it. You know what I mean? It's, for me, it's like the amount of comments that we've had, positive comments about mm. people who are suffering with addiction or whatever themselves yeah. and they're like that movie you know helped me or changed yeah. me or whatever 
not just addiction, but you know, anything like even t- just the industry. I got a lot of people. Yeah. Going, it's really, really hard doing that job, and thank you for highlighting how difficult yeah. and how how disrespectful people can be over yeah. a plate of food. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it really, did. I got yeah. a lot of that. Yeah, Obviously, people going, "What's Stephen Graham like?" That was cool, but the the undertone to that was just thanks for doing that. It's everybody yeah. seeing what goes into a plate of food yeah. Yeah. that yeah. no one ever sees because you just get it delivered to the table. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you don't even look up to the waitress, you know, but to see yeah. like the process, like well, in yeah. real time. I always say, like you know, for for people who you know there's two audiences there's people who have worked in the industry they understand it and they're like fucking hell that's my life or you know that's what i used to be like Mm -hmm. and then people who've never worked in the industry suddenly understand what it's like Mm -hmm. you know you go to because everyone's eating in a restaurant so you go this beautiful plate of food is like you know you just expect it to be there and everyone else around you you don't pay any attention to but Mm -hmm. you know people who've watched the film have now gone I want. I respect the, mm. the the staff now. You know. Also, from an artistic perspective, I think it was the first time I'd done something where all parts of crew and creatives and actors were wanting to talk about how we made the film. Yeah. yeah. And people's like imaginations were suddenly sparked again, and it didn't mm-hmm. follow like a certain formula that a lot of British film maybe has started following these days. It yeah. was really bold and really brave, and it was dangerous, and the stakes were really high, and the odds maybe weren't in our favor yeah. and like from from a camera perspective it was like people were wanting to ask how we did it yeah i did that and even you know just talking about the way in which we were able to use a certain camera that can switch in cars and stuff like that i think it was the first time universally it was like we went back to being like kids in a playground yeah. it yeah. was like let's see if this works well it was important when we were getting you know obviously matt lewis who i said he's a cinematographer and he was on the show as well he because he did the show together he was on regardless i yeah. wanted to do it with him because i knew he could do it. But when we got, like, say, for example, the sound team, we interviewed a lot of sound recordists and, and, and you know, people who would come in and be like, at any moment of, like, a hint of, like, doubt, we were like, so, okay, can't all good. We can't, we can't do it. And then Kiff McManus and his team, they came in and they, they'd worked in documentary background. They're like the Top Gear, really high energy, like, fast-paced yeah. um, shows. And they were like, yeah, great, yeah, this can be done, no problem. This is exciting. Yes. And we were like... Yeah. That's yeah, the you're on. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That was it. That energy. Know. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You have to just follow that instinct. And it was the same with actors when we were when we were auditioning actors. Mm. It was important that actors were able to to be in the moment and yeah. and, and, and improvise and be this spontaneous. This is the thing. Is like sometimes you have really exceptional actors who are not great at improv. Totally. And vice versa. And you were able to find actors who can do both those things. Yeah. And Stephen, you know, was a big a big help in a lot of the. Casting like Gary. Yeah, I came through. I came through Stephen Graham. <laughs> <laughs> no, but look, it, if, as soon as Stephen goes, I've got this guy. I've just been working with yeah. on um, Northwater. North yeah. yeah. you, you've been away with him in in you know Antarctica yeah, or Arctic, wherever it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And, he, and Stephen's like, I want this person, this person, yeah. this person in it. And I think you should play this role, this role, this role. And you're not going to go, I don't think so, Stephen. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you tr- I trust Stephen's judgments in terms of yeah. actors. But subsequently um, with that, Stephen was like, I've got this project, it, it, there's nothing like it. Yeah. There's no money. And you say, you say yes to the project and then ask what it is. That's yeah. what I always said. I was like, of course I'm going to do it. What is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all felt the same, all the boys that came <laughs> from that project. Of course we were going to do it. Yeah. It's going to be a waiter. Yeah, there's five of us. Yeah. And and Dan, and obviously Dan, you came from the short film, but we yeah. we we met in Manchester years ago doing a, a, a an acting workshop, and yeah, bad, yeah, and you know I just awesome. thought he's incredible. Yeah. This, yeah. this guy's an like just raw natural talent, and so he was in the short, and then obviously you know I don't know why he's here today. Yeah, he, I don't think he's, better, but <laughs> he's just he's just everywhere I go. <laughs> and same with Zooks, it's like we'd done villain together. You auditioned for me for villain, and and then you know it was like. I just, I thought, you, you played a Cockney in that, and I thought, I'm, everything I do now, she's got to put an accent on. Oh, so. Was she based on Nongi, though? Yeah, your, your old uh, pastry so chef. We had a pastry chef who stood on that section, who was mixed race, twists, French, French. blue eyes, yeah. and then... Did you I, meet her? No. No, because she, she'd, she'd stopped working stop here. Working. Oh, okay. But you are, like, just, I will show you a picture. Yeah. It is, it, like, and you were, like... I was like, that's when I was like, she needs to be French. Oh, when you called me, I was in Serbia at the time, and you were like, hear me out. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about about that, because where are you from? Scotland! Yay! Yay! So you 
you play the French character and you have nothing to do with that. No. So can we talk about that? I mean, yeah. the hardest gag, the hardest, you get the hardest. <laughs> well, I think you're shaky hand chopping the French accent. <laughs> we'll do an improvisation. Maybe that's in why she poisoned that woman. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you jumped at it. Like, you know what I mean? It's because you are amazing accents, yeah, yeah. but like, it was. So she thought it would be the end of it. <laughs> She thought the film was going to be the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed how Camille's really a mute in the film. And then at the end, Stephen really prodded at the end of it about the walnut yeah. oil. And then he said the series. And I was like, well, I guess I'm off to France then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I'm I off mean, to find myself so a series. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm going through a tough time and I just don't feel like talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. Sorry, I meant no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how did you train for that? And Dan, and Dan obviously did that. Yeah. Yeah. The Ghanaian yeah. accent, you know. Yeah. 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 Wait, that, was, that was actually kind of that one was like my dad's accent so it's yeah. like he's been around he's been in, in the house yeah, yeah man so that was it was one of those little personal ones that I was like I have to yeah 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 I think as actors anyway when you hit a challenge you're just like ah yeah 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 it's a learning experience at the same time so. I mean I was quite lucky because obviously because I knew you I was already like yeah this guy's sick you know what I mean like, I could see you already like this isn't just me blowing smoke oh that's why I invited that's why that's why I invited that's why I invited that's why I but for real I was like yo this guy's actually sick like are people seeing this or not like and I was like nah I have to this guy's putting some serious passion in this. Like, it was just, it was different. It was like, because even when you you called me, it was like the way you were describing my character, it was, you could, without being like, it was almost like this guy's like borderline hand Zimmer, like he's talking about tempos and like, I was like, bruh, what? <laughs> <laughs> so as cool as this, but I'm coming. <laughs> it was good though. It was so, it was, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad of it. Because also I had a choice between going with you and then there was this job in Plymouth and the one in Plymouth paid loads of money, but the one in Plymouth, I didn't necessarily like, think it was any, no offense to- No offense, but this one was just about like passion. Like it was like mm. the, this idea of getting a quick bit of money or actually stick with the passion. And I stuck with the passion and boy, it was, <laughs> here we are. It paid off. the gift that keeps yeah. on giving, that's what I said. Oh, it's crazy, yeah. 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 So I brought you earlier today to talk about the musical. We're doing the musical. More. Six <laughs> 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 is going to be opera singing in French. Jokes aside, Phil told me a month ago he wanted to do a play. Well, yeah, I mean, it was it was actually a joke. I mean, it's kind of still is a joke, but but, I, I, but, but it could work, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, an immersive play, Jones and Sons. An immersive play, yeah. Of course. I've told you I'll say yes. Listen. But listen, you know. If you could do one night only in a immersive play with the original cast. Oh, my God. Oh, that's good. Or when the TV series comes out with the TV. Oh, yeah, that's just yeah. Mamma Mia does a thing where you can sit with the Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. that, yeah. That would be James, look at James's brain. I'll just go around whispering and customer being like, there's that's in a French accent. In a French accent. I'll just go and give everyone a bit of value. There's one immersive play that went to not too long called Punch Grant. Oh, it's amazing. Punch Drunks. They're the... My favourite. That's who we should get involved. Yeah. 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 If you're listening, Punch Drunk. James is No, it's not a joke anymore, no? Why not? No, but it's like... But listen, it's like... The thing The thing about this, like, chef films or hospitality has become a genre now. Not not because of Boiling Points at all, but but it is... There's a lot of things out there, you know what I mean? But the reason is because it's... There's so many stories and there's so many ways it can go. And, like... It's kind of endless, isn't it? You know, people yeah. come and go in this world. You know, mm-hmm. nothing's ever really permanent unless you, you know, you're a chef or you, yeah. you're the owner or whatever. People, like that. people are just passing through. People, people are passing through. through. Yeah. It's, it's great for stories. Yeah. Really yeah. So, 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 so I mean, it's, it's endless. And you meet people from every country in the world yeah. Yeah. with every yeah. different background who are super yeah. interesting and you know, some not so interesting. But you do do meet some amazing, amazing people. And I always think, as an owner, going. Like that guy would have stayed, or this girl would have stayed. Yeah. It would be so, and then can because hospitality. I don't know. I, you've probably touched on this. The staffing crisis in hospitality at the moment yeah, is just yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's horrendous. It's yeah. awful, and it's not. Just do you know what? It's a, it's a worldwide yeah. thing because I was recently on holiday, and yeah. I went to. Uh, no, you were not. 
What? You were answering all the emails. Uh, you were working, working hard, working and he does not know how to take your heart. Okay, I, I was working abroad. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I can't, I can't take all there. I can't rest. And um, went to restaurants, and you know the service wasn't great. And then you know there's a, a, a waitress came over and was like, really sorry, we're just really struggling with staff at the moment. And I'm like, oh okay, it's not just a UK thing. It's, wow. it's everywhere. Mm. everywhere. I yes. don't know what it is. What Generational. Is it? I think so it's generational. I think, I think, I think, you know, when we... They watched we, the film, they thought, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're of a generation where, you know, my first job was washing dishes, yeah. you know, and lots of people did that. If you're from a small town, you don't get a job in a chippy or you get a job as a waiter or you mm-hmm. get a job yeah. as, you know, peeling veg or whatever you yeah. can for what, what was it then, like four quid an hour? Yeah. Yeah. Now, in London, it doesn't matter kind of what age you are, if you come into a restaurant, you're earning 11, 12, 13 pounds an hour. Mm-hmm. Entry money. So Nine pounds if you're working here. Yeah. You just can't get the people. People don't, the, the idea of serving someone yeah. now to what I feel to this generation is kind of like it's a bit warped. Below. Yeah. It's right. like a bit below. Everyone wants yeah. to work in media. Everybody wants to do this. Influencers. It's influencers' yeah. fault. Yeah. You know, everybody wants, wants to be on that island. Yeah. Not, yeah. That's yeah. not reality for, you know, 99.9% of the population. Yeah. You have to go and get a job. You have to work. And I always say, you know, I started in this industry. I grew up in this industry. So you can have a career. You can make money. You can have a nice life from being this. Just stick in it. Work your way up. And just like bags of common sense. Mm-hmm. Treat people as you would like to be treated when yeah. you're out for dinner. That's it. Simple. Yeah. It's not rocket science. Yeah. But trying to get that through to a team of like 15, you know, people that work with you who are going, oh, I yeah. don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to carry a place. Oh, God. When is this going to end? When are we going to get people back through the doors? Brexit didn't help. No. You know, a lot of people left this industry after COVID because it was one of the worst hit. Mm. You, you yeah. only factors and you go, actually, it's, it's not that many good people around anymore. So you're struggling. Honestly, you're struggling every week to find good stuff. But it's, the, it's like the instant gratification of the world now, mm. though, isn't it? It's like, you know, if you want to eat something, you can get it delivered to your house. You can yeah. get something mm. That's on, killing you the, know, the next industry. day, yeah. you can have it delivered. Deli- loads of different things. Deliveroo is killing the restaurant industry. Yeah. And, and things like, you know, people cooking... You can order a box of ingredients yeah. with 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 the with the Very thing on yeah. with a with a yeah, yeah, recipe yeah. there. Mm. You make it at home. People do that. Everyone's everyone's a chef nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, it's a skill, you know, to do what you do <clears throat> to serve people, to sort of bar- bartend. It's a yeah. real skill set, you know. And it's, people do yeah. take pride in it. They sh- as they should. Yeah. yeah. But it's a shame that it's not sort of being served still. The funny thing is, bartenders can find hundreds of them if you want. Yeah. yeah, and they do take real pride in their drinks. They say, but it's the floor staff, it's the serving staff that we're tearing our hair out over mm. at the moment. It's just so hard to find good people. So, you, do you think it's just because, well, mainly because obviously people of this generation maybe don't want a hard graph potentially? <sighs> Poten- potentially. Yeah. Um, I've yeah. been employing people for 15 years as a GM for five and then an owner for 10, and it has never, like this past 18 months, it's on it, when I say it's a dog fight every week to find staff, just because the restaurant's full, you have to have 10, 15 people working behind the bar, on the floor, bussing tables, you know, polishing cutlery as you go. To find that amount of people that want to come and work, that A, get in on time, B, don't call in sick, C, know what they're doing, D, show up without all logos over their t-shirts and they've been asked repeatedly, just wear a plain black t-shirt, please. The, these like little which we think would be simple show up to work be, prof- be professional right yeah. these little things that you're just stumbling over all the time in this industry now mm. and I don't know where you can highlight it if it can be highlighted but it's just changed so much this past couple of years that I really don't know where this industry's going I, I, think, really I think it's also down to mindset like people's mindsets are changing people care yeah. a lot more about their mental health these days like you know and from my experience, I, I supervised the restaurant and like the chefs were working, you know, 16, 16 hours, yeah. and, you know, and as a waiter, you don't always get treated very nicely. So I think as well, it's about changing that narrative. And, you know, now there is the support behind closed doors. Well, that understanding shit that it's, a lot of kitchens now, that shit doesn't fly. Yeah. That chef, yeah, 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 yeah. Chef throwing stuff at people, no. treating the front of our stuff like shit. That, you know, you hear stories, you know, the past few years, hot knives on people's arms to like grab oh you've horror stories and and then you know sometimes they're the bigger more successful kitchens where it is a real hierarchy 
there's like the exec and the heads and the owners who just yeah. treat everyone else like shit. Yeah. And that doesn't fly here. Just this Saturday, I worked in the kitchen. I'm not a chef, but we were that short staffed and someone didn't come in. Mm. I had to work in the kitchen all brunch, all evening, literally put plates on the side. He's never and gave as many refunds to people in his life. <laughs> Don't charge him for that. Chicken is undercooked <laughs> again. We don't. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. My first job was actually in hospitality. What were you doing? What was it? I was like, you know, in the Chelsea Stadium. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Boxes yeah, 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 yeah. And they were just grabbing everybody. Yeah. I remember my friend was just telling me, hey, there's a job, man. No interview. Just <laughs> get the job. Yeah. You work when you want. Yeah. So I kind of think, do you, do you think it's been going on for long? That's. As it, in the, the hospitality issue. But, but then it, it steps down. You don't get the quality of people to train <laughs> exactly. the next in line. That's so so it, it, all, it yeah. always used to be, oh, you would employ a manager who used to be the assistant manager and then mm. the head waiter would become the assistant manager mm. and then the junior waiters would become the head waiters and it was just a constant. And then yeah. you'd, they'd see a path to going, okay, I'm now on nine quid an hour. I know in a year's time, if I still do my 30, 40 hours a week, I could be on 15 quid now. And how that's going to positively impact my life. Mm. There's not that training yeah. down, not in these yeah, kind of all. like middle level restaurants. Mm. The top, top ones, yeah, they can get staff because yeah. they've got stupid amounts of money. Asset finance, you know, owned by bigger companies. It's not like, you know, little Andy Jones trying to like grow a business over the mm. years and, you know, pin pinching a bit here and spending a bit there. They've got fortune four training programs, for you know, whatever to make their businesses. We have to do it on the fly. Mm. And, and and highlighting that, that the, and that's the biggest belly of this industry is those kind of middle of the road restaurants. You know, not, not your chains and not your Michelin star places. I always call us high end normal because we just try and do normal to the best of our ability, right? And there's a lot of us in there, but it is becoming really difficult to operate on a weekly basis. I think one of the things about the film was you know, we, the, we lots and lots of positives, but we had some negative feedback about, you know, the our Andy Jones, how he treats his staff and how mental it, it was and how, how angry he was. But, you know, people saying it's not like that anymore. And it's, it's not like that in a lot of places. You know what I mean? People, like Andy said, it doesn't fly, but, but it certainly is like that in some places still. I know for a fact, because I know people who work in that, mm. in that world. And I think, you know, with the with the TV series, James and I we took that into account, yeah. and we're like, so the the series is you know t it starts six months after six to eight months after the film, and Vinette Robinson's character Carly has now opened her own restaurant, and we decided early on that she wouldn't be that type of boss. She she's learned from her mistakes with Andy, and she doesn't want to work. She doesn't want to be the head chef that <clears throat> sort of he was, and the, and the way that the way that he was. So in terms of like bringing it back to the film and the TV series, I'm not talking about Andy's. Not on BBC News now. <laughs> <laughs> Ranting. I know, yeah. Boris Johnson News. Close us down. By the way, by the way, how many times have you been on the news? Oh, <laughs> He's the go-to guy when they want to talk about hospitality on the news. I've stopped him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's good. He's yeah. Yeah. But I've he's stopped, got it down to but that. I've started he's turning really him down. I've been started going... I've started turning him down. Because I was going into the studio for a lot of them. And then I went on a few studio things and people were like rinsing me on my Instagram going, oh, really? how can you represent that news firm? I was like, I'm not representing any news firm. Oh, I'm yeah, using yeah. any opportunity to be a voice it's piece for an industry yeah. that's really struggling. Oh, you were going in, like, I saw, I saw Yeah, it. yeah, it they, was, they were proper. It was, people need to, if you haven't seen what you said, man, yeah. you've got to listen. So since the name yeah. of the character is your name, the people ask you if you... Was have the same, so, you know, so struggles as him. So we did. Yeah. So Stephen and I, unbeknownst to Stephen at the time, we did a joint interview on BBC Radio Two for Claudia Winkleman called oh, yeah. the Fake Andy Jones and the Real Andy Jones. And so Stephen's on Radio Two doing Claudia's show, and then they phone me and get me on. He's like, "You right, lad? I didn't know you were going to say They called me like twenty minutes ago. I don't know what." So we did a few bits like that. Um, and a lot of people, because it is your name, like I said, in the school playgrounds, people were like, you know, keep your kid away from him, the crazy cocaine addict chef. And my line was always <laughs> like, oh, I'm just not a chef. And then people would be like, oh, yeah. And then it's like, it, it like, oh, no, 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 it's just a joke. Everyone chill out. You know, it's based on my crazy mate. Don't worry. Just use my name to get away with it. But, um, but uh, no, it, it, it was, you know, it's been a lot of fun. And a lot of people do come in here and be like, how much is loosely based on you? Mm. And I say, not much. From what I know, like some of the business stress that I've spoken to him a million times about over the years, 
unbeknownst to both of us that it might seep into his thought process when coming up with that character. The vodka in the squeezy bottle was a chef that who was, worked yeah, with us yeah. for years when I was a manager. Every morning. You were a chef. He would squeeze this sports bottle and there was no way that we would have known that it was neat vodka with ice all day long. And I'm talking nine o'clock in the morning to 11 o'clock at night. And he would go downstairs I and knew. he would come back. <laughs> but yeah, because he, he kept, he kept it. Really? He kept yeah. it in the fridge, in the fridge under downstairs the, under the and you would never know. Wow. So, so the, the, those things that seeped in, they're beautiful touches to, to your past yeah. that, that I felt intimately a part of, which is why I still feel so connected to the film. Yeah. And even though yeah, in take yeah. three, I got caught in a little room at the back and I couldn't come back out <laughs> and I fell asleep. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I only woke up when everyone erupted. <laughs> so, well, well, well done for hiding. Yeah. Do you mind you just wandered back out? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yes. just, I just stay there. Yeah. Actually in the it's movie, the, the, the way Phil and, and James, because I was giving a masterclass to my students about the film and James joined in and we, oh, yeah. we, we oh. spoke about props and the use of props to speak about characters. Mm. Like when you have to talk about characters using emotional behavior or not use dialogue. Mm. And we spoke about the bottle, uh, which also is dramatic irony because you wonder what it is and you understand what it is. Uh, the knife, for example, the introduction of the character of Freeman with the knife, you know, like his temper through that, you know, invisible threat and how you use objects and props in the space to explain the dynamics and also how you use this space of this restaurant to show how people who have nothing to do with each other in real life are shoulder to shoulder mm. in this type of industry in the kitchen. And it's like really like looking at society through the different layers of it from the people at the table, the people there, the people backstage and the people in the cars outside. Yeah, but it's, it was really method like that because we were here. Like, yeah. Mm. And I think that's what's so beautiful about it because we just had to be present together yeah. in a space that was created and it was like, the camera's just going to pick you up. Just yeah. go. You just stay in the car. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I'll just stay in the car. <laughs> but like, I brought my own rubbish for, you can't see that in the footwell. Like, I made the, the car on Holly. So I saw it, don't yeah, worry. I saw it. What that reaction was fake. How do you two know each other? Because yeah. I don't know that. Okay, so James and I met basically we met in Bulgaria. In Bulgaria. What Random. are you doing in Lithuania and Bulgaria? Yeah. Okay, so so Bulga we, we only ever yeah we only ever wanted to talk to each other in like Eastern Europe. Countries. We sat next yeah, to yeah, each other yeah. in the beard chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so certainly about Phil transitioning to directing is that he's a really good actor. Yeah. Not to please, Thanks, not to mate. blow more smoke up. I've met Phil as an actor. I didn't even know he was. No, really? yeah, 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 yeah. What did you do? I basically oh, yeah. battered him in a in a prison yeah. cell. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, yeah. If you don't drink boiling point, <laughs> this is gonna keep happening. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm not sure I'm not sure the actor. I didn't even know. I still don't know how you met though. Okay, so <laughs> sorry. Yeah, so okay. um, I was at uni with Matt Lewis, our cinematographer, with uh, Barnaby Bolter, who is a, a yeah. we co-wrote our next feature, Accused, Accused with, which is yeah. coming out in a few days. Where? Um, on Netflix. On Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be out by the time this is out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I figured this, this is done. Yeah. And so, so we, Barnaby and I so had to the camera together and we filmed, we were filming it in Bulgaria because it was cheaper to film in Bulgaria than here. Um, and Phil was um, our lead. So, yeah. so we met on set. And I remember and saying, because he wrote, he co-wrote the script of this mm, short, which was yeah. phenomenal. Student film, short film is amazing. And I was like, it's the first thing you did, right? First thing you'd written. Yeah, it was my first, yeah. And Barn Barnaby, uh, I, I did the film studies course, which is basically not, it wasn't the film production course, but he assumed that I did script writing. And I was like, uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> but, I, but I hadn't. Um, so so we, we did that together and, and that got, got me in with the film group, mm -hmm. which were where they were doing the actual production stuff. And Barnaby said, oh, do you want to come and be a script supervisor? I had no idea what that was. Uh, but I was like, yeah, I'll come out there. I'll come to uh, Bulgaria. Film Bulgaria. And um, so we met there and you were very complimentary about the script. About the script. It was the first time working with real actors, you know, because mm -hmm. I'd only ever worked uh, with my uni mates. And I remember, remember the one thing I was like, oh, this is acting, is it? Which is uh, <laughs> like every take you were drinking on the same cue. I, I remember sat there watching the monitor thinking, <laughs> how, how does he bring his yeah. hand to his wow. mouth every time? Same cue, and I thought, wow, he's just he's thinking everything. But so, so we got we got along really well on set, 
And at the time, you were like, oh, we should turn this into a feature film. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, that's right. Yeah, short yeah. film that we were making like that. And then you started to work, do, do these workshops, mm-hmm. which is where I met you. Mm-hmm. And um, we, he, you needed like two to three page long scripts. Yeah. The actors want to be sad this week and we're going to film it. So write a sad script, three pages, genderless, you know, mm-hmm. uh, all that. And then next week be, we want everyone to be genuinely belly laughing. So let's do a funny script. So we did that for like like six months or so. Yeah. And uh, you were starting, I think in that, that was the kind of time we thought, oh, I could do this, I could do the directing yeah. thing. Um, and I think that was like, for me, from an outside perspective, I felt like that was the jumping point for you to go into yeah. your first short film. Totally. Because to- so, we used to film the actors and I'd basically be directing them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, 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 it was kind of not unintentional, but it was like, this is kind of what I want to do. So we, that's how I did the workshops. Mm. James would write the script. The the first time I ever had uh, an actor other than Phil, but from that process was was Dan's uh, one. You'd you'd interpreted the script in a completely different way to what I imagined, but I loved it. And we had we like had a few email exchange, yeah, 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 and it was really. And then from there, you know, you were you were in everything. And that's when I when when I was you know in Lithuania, I was like, I want to turn this into a short. Should we write it together? Yeah, because we'd already had that relationship. That's an, such an amazing story. Yeah, right? yeah it's smart. The story is fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. Still. Just jump in, you've just got to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Really Should have said the moral yeah. of the story is go rogue. Yeah. So that's it. That's a wrap for part one on our Boiling Point special round table. In part two, we'll be back and we'll be talking everything Boiling Point TV series which is going to be out very soon on BBC One and iPlayer. Uh, everything you've ever needed to know or wanted to know about that. And you can see more behind the scenes on our socials. Just search Going Road Club, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. And you can watch full episodes on our YouTube channel as well.